Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare you're listening to fox sports radio you heard it and we've got a action-packed hour for you Yeah, Thursday Night Football for sure. Also, though, a new feature, the trends of the week. The eye-popping football trends. You do not want to bet or even watch these games without knowing. We're going to talk Khabib and Connor, and also college football. Bottom of the hour, Greg Cosell from the NFL Network. In studio with me, the pros who know. NFL expert Steve Fezzik. And with all the college knowledge, Brad Powers. Brad, by the way, 2-0 and on his How Could It Lose Wink Wink Parlay Moneyline. 2-0, and number three at the end of the show. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. We deliver the Vegas truth to you. That's my personal promise. But you can't have pros without the Joes. And we're joined by my favorite, Jonas Knox, the voice of the fans. That's right, RJ. And every single day here at Straight Out of Vegas, we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We start off the show with the Vegas perspective on the biggest sports story of the day, and that is Thursday night football, the Patriots and the Colts, New England, and a line that has just moved on pregame.com within the last couple of minutes. The Patriots now an 11-point favorite over the Indianapolis Colts. Ooh, it's getting steamed. This one opened at 7.5. If you were one of those guys with the green eye shades telling his wife who's already talking to the attorney about the divorce, don't bother me. Don't bother me. 
you might have gotten the Pats at seven and a half. Now, luckily for Fez's domestic life, even you missed this one. This has been bet up, 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 and up. And I think it's for good reason. And here's a trend that is just an eye popper. This is kind of a tease for our next segment with all the trends. If you have a team that played an overtime game, so we've got the Colts off in overtime, what does that mean? It means physically you played more than a full game, and it means mentally it was a tight game because tight games are more of a mental strain than either winning or losing by a clear margin. So you have the mental fatigue, and you have the uh, psychological-slash-emotional fatigue. Now, after that overtime game, doesn't matter if you win or lose, you play on the road on Thursday. Now, why does Thursday matter? Because you have three days to prepare instead of six, half the time. And why does the road matter? Because we know it's more fatiguing. It takes more time and energy to travel than to stay home. In that spot, There's been 20 teams in the last 30 years. It's a rare thing. Against the Vegas number, those teams, the Colts in this case, are 2-18 and against the spread. If you just had blindly bet against a team that was off overtime on the road playing on Thursday, betting against them, you would have went 18-2 and against the spread. Fez, I'm not sure. You know, there's trends. And then there's trends. And then even amongst the ones with the big numbers like this, and I don't think you can bet this game without knowing that number. I Then there's that next level. So there's trends, there's trends with big numbers, and then there's trends with big numbers that make so much sense. This one makes sense. Yeah, you nailed it, RJ. The way to do your trend research is don't come up with some random 18-2 and two trend under a harvest moon on an odd date when a team's laying three and a half to six. <laughs> now, what, what is a harvest moon? <laughs> it's a moon that's full in October so you can harvest the crops in the Midwest. Wow. 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 Straight from, I mean, Brad, you grew up on a farm. Did you know that? Yeah, no. Not, that, not I th- that specific. I mean, Jonas, I just know the Neil Young album. I could have referenced that, but I'm right, a little I'm, embarrassed because I'm I know where the Weather Fred. Channel is. I know what channel it is, but that was next level weather knowledge. And, I'm and impressed. Earth knowledge. I'm impressed. All right. So I agree with you. You want logic in your trends. Exactly. And this one is so logical that. You'd be surprised if it wasn't winning. What we're surprised by is that it's not 11-7. and seven. It's 18-2. and two. I think you don't want to step in front of this no matter what the number is. Yeah, so in this case, Pats are on the 18-2 and two side and the Colts are on the 2-18 and 18 side. But I think it's very hard to bet this. If you can bet it at 7.5 four days ago and now you've got to lay 11, and as Jonas said, it's got to hit again. I'm not saying it's not going to win, but the difference between a 7.5 and, and an 11 is all the difference in the world. And, boy, it's just hard to think there's going to be value at this number. Exactly right. And you have to ask yourself, have things really changed that much during the past five days? Yes, the Colts have some injuries, but you know what? T.Y. Hilton got hurt during the game last week. We knew he was likely not going to be able to play. They've got a couple linemen injured. But none of this is going to add up to a four-point line move. And Jonas, we always have fun as we transition to a, a subtopic here, which is the the value of numbers. And we always have fun. It's the pros and the Jonas. But there is a big difference between the Joes and the pros, which one of the main ones, betting-wise, Vegas-wise, 
is pros bat numbers and Joe's bat teams. If you told Fez, hey, you can have the Pats at seven and a half, who are you betting? Oh, I'm laying the seven and a half. And if you can have the Colts at plus 14 and a half, who are you betting? I'm going to bet the Colts, even though I think they're going to get killed. It's just too much value. It's about the numbers. And if you th- for those out there listening who are having fun, and, and the studies show, our research shows, about half of our listeners don't even bet. So you want to, as we say at the beginning, you want to know more than your buddies because we know Vegas knows. And we love those listeners. But if you do bet, ask yourself, are you betting numbers or are you betting teams? Because if you're betting teams, you're probably making a mistake. So Jonas, all joking aside, when you approach a game that you bet, how do you think about it? I think about it more with my heart than I do any of the numbers. And I think that a lot of it, my buddies who gamble, anybody I know who's who's an amateur who talks about it, 99% of us do the exact same thing. I told you guys yesterday, I take it personally when I when I lose a bet. I feel like they're out to get me. So this line could have been 200 and a half. I would have bet New England because Indianapolis screwed me by going for it on fourth down and overtime last week. <laughs> well, so that 14 and a half sounds juicy. Oh, of course. Are you kidding me? I'll, I'll tease it up <laughs> if I have to. <laughs> hey, he's honest. Let's give him credit. R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas. We're talking New England, Colts, Thursday night football. The trend really says New England. The numbers adjusted too much for us. You know, one more thing about that trend. We talk about the physical fatigue and the mental fatigue. If you contrast it with New England, no fatigue from last week. A laugher against the Dolphins, even more advantage New England. Now, if you have a team that isn't super well coached, when you have one of those all-in games like the Pats had, there can be a letdown. You take a breath. Ah, oh, we avoided that bullet. But from everything we know about Belichick, you're going to see uh, the sense of, hey, we're now got some momentum. Let's keep it going. Oh, by the way, another stray trend here. And this one I think is noteworthy too because for both teams playing on Thursday, it's unusual with the very limited amount of rest. If you look at Tom Brady on Thursdays in his career, 25 touchdowns, three interceptions, 25 and three. So he's not bothered by the short week. That's home and away. So to wrap this game, Thursday night football with Colts and Pats, let's talk big picture just for a second. You want to bet as whenever you like something, bet it early because the line usually gets better. As the bigger bettors get involved later in the week, the line gets sharper and harder to beat. The earlier you can bet, the better. This is a good example of that. And once the line moves too much, hey, let me give you a a fact. About 50% of the time tomorrow, we're going to be talking about the Pats covering. And everyone's going to say, RJ, you said the number wasn't right. Yeah, I want to win more than 50%. So... Yeah, the Pats are still going to cover a bunch. You have to have the discipline to pass it and know because the number's not right. It got away from you. But also know sometimes it's not going to matter and you're going to wish you had bet, but that's the discipline. Because we know so much about Thursday night games being such a disadvantage for the road team, do you find that there are places that maybe release these Thursday night betting odds early 
because they know they can get action from people that, that are looking at it saying, well, regardless of how maybe Sunday's game finishes up, I know that this team is at a disadvantage Thursday night. Let me go in and get some action on it. Because it seems like it's such a disadvantage that we know that every single week going in, regardless of the outcome of certain yeah. games. So in general, here in Vegas, every game is available a week early. So right now we're entering week five. You can bet week six right now. Now, you're going to bet that without the knowledge of how the teams played, if there was uh, in the game coming up in just a couple of days, uh, if there were any injuries, did it go to overtime, all the uncertainties both sides, the bookie and the better, have to deal with. Usually the limits are smaller. And then as the uncertainty decreases, that's when the bookies are more comfortable raising the limits. Guys, one of the other big events outside of all the football games, and we'll be getting into a ton of football games coming up tomorrow, is UFC 229. Khabib Nurmagomedov, the champion at lightweight against Conor McGregor. Khabib currently sitting in at about a 160 favorite in this fight. And one of the things Fezzik does, I call him the Russian, by the way, John. One of the things <laughs> the Fezzik does, like Drago in four, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things Fezzik does exceptionally well is predict line moves. It's uh, won the super contest twice. The only guy ever to do that. Also though, he bets early in the week, sometimes late in the week. Others every Tuesday, we have our special best bet early. And last week, the line moved drastically. We'll see this week. This is one I'm going to predict the line move. I know a number of serious UFC handicappers, batters, they say they would not be surprised if McGregor isn't a favorite come fight time. This baby opened up with the Russian Khabib minus 190. So you almost had to bet $2 to win a dollar. It's down to 160. But this is fight weekend coming up. And when everyone's on the ground here in Vegas, the biggest UFC event of the year, there's probably going to be a ton of McGregor action. I don't know if it gets the McGregor favored. I'd be very surprised if the line doesn't get worse for McGregor. So here's some clear advice. If you're betting this fight, if you like the Russian, wait. You might be able to get plus money, but most likely you're going to be able to get a better price. If you like McGregor, bet it now. I doubt you're going to get a better number. And are you guys feeding on all the Joes that are out there from coming over from Dublin that are, that are drinking Mickey's and, and hammering their life savings? Are you guys feeding on them? Absolutely, and we saw this when McGregor was. Well, first of all, Fezzik speaking for himself. I I'm not a predator, right? When when people when people come to Vegas, right. I want them to have a great time. Yes. Now, ultimately, <laughs> if we play poker or something, they leave with less than they came with. But I still want them to have a good time. So I would. I'm just saying, uh, maybe teach them a lesson is the way I think about. It. Now, Fez, you might think differently. No. No, <laughs> I just want the cash, and we got and we got the cash when Mayweather was fighting uh, McGregor. We saw McGregor was plus eight hundred, and it got bet all the way down to plus three fifty by everyone coming to our fine city. And fights that Fez is right about that. With fights, oftentimes you're going to see very specific, predictable action, either based on ethnicity sometimes because there's so many fans from a certain ethnic group. Or they love to bet the underdog oftentimes. When we come back, we mention trends. We're going to give you four football trends that are hard to believe. That's RJ Bell, the voice of Vegas. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. This program. Right out of Vegas! 
Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This program brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Last year, over 3 million drivers switched to Progressive. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit Progressive.com today and find out if you could save. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a moment, we have got NFL and college football trends of the week. And we're going to do this every Thursday at this time. The big, big trends that it's kind of hard to watch or bet these games without knowing them. First off, let's talk about this Bills-Titans game. There's two of them in this one. First one comes from uh, Mark Lawrence, a handicapper out of Florida. It's if you upset the Super Bowl champion and then your next game is on the road, you are 16 and 38 against the spread. That's back to, or that's only 29%. So let's think about it. The Titans upset the Super Bowl champions. They were the underdogs, but they beat Philadelphia. And now they're on the road. At Buffalo, Fez, logically, it makes sense to me. Everyone gets excited because the team just beat the Super Bowl champions and they they were not supposed to beat the Super Bowl champions. And we know the excitement about the Titans has increased. You can feel it in the zeitgeist. And now because of that, people are more inclined to bet them. So they get expensive the next week. And you've got the psychology of, oh, it's almost like when you have a big victory. We all know that next day at work is a little bit tougher. Yeah, so the team might let down, but the betters get up on that team. We've it, seen it, it already. It goes in both directions. They get more expensive, though it's a negative for the next game. And we've already seen that expense go up. They they were laying three and a half. The Titans, earlier in the week, it's already Titans minus five right now at Buffalo. Yeah, so three and a half to five, the money. But this early, that feels like professional money to me. I think the pros are more on the Titans. What do you think? I think the pros knew that the Joes would bet the Titans, and they said, why not lay some three and a half, put it in our back pocket? Figuring they might buy back later if it gets a six. Right. And that's the thing, guys. When you look, you can go to pregame.com, go to the Game Center. It's up in the top, and you can see all the live lines and all kind of stuff, but it's never for sure why line's moving. Sometimes it's because the pros like that side. Sometimes later in the week, it's going to be the public moving the line. Sometimes it's the pros trying to fake you out, and they're going to bet the other way later. By the way, there's another trend in this game that points to the Bills. If you're shut out in the NFL, zero points, and you lose that game by more than three touchdowns, the next game, 57% against the spread. Now, 57 is mighty good. It's 79 winners, 60 losers. So that's actually pro-Bills. The first trend was anti-Tennessee, this is pro-Bills. And it's back, Jonas, to what we talk about again and again. The NFL is a betting league that you need to be contrary. If everyone's going one way, you got to go the other way because the where everyone's going gets expensive. So in this case, everyone's going on Tennessee because they just beat the Super Bowl champs as an underdog, so they get a little bit of expensive. Everyone's running away from the Bills because they just got shut out. And that big zero, well, that's that, that, <laughs> that goose egg. People hate that. But what's happening to the team? The Bills are saying, guys, what are we doing? 
And I think you're going to get a great performance from the Bills. All that said, these trends really, really point to the Bills. Personally, I think Tennessee might still be a little underrated. So this one isn't one I'm going to follow the trends exactly for sure. But, boy, I don't think you can bet this game without knowing those trends. Guys, for the next trend in the NFL, we go to Cincinnati where the Bengals are a a five-and-a-half-point favorite over the Miami Dolphins. Now, this is one that I love, 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 and I'm I'm betting the team. I've already bet them that backs this trend. If a team gets crushed, 31 or more points, they lose on the road. So the Dolphins got crushed by the Patriots. It was 31 or more points. And then they have another road game. So road, road. Those teams are 40 and 19 against the spread. 68% against Vegas. Why? It's the same idea. Is the world saying, oh my God, look how bad the Dolphins looked. And the psychology of the Dolphins is we are going to be 100% focused to redeem ourselves. And oh, by the way, the fact it's road, road, means they don't have any time to get distracted. It's going to be all business, and the focus is all the way there. Yeah, I really like this one as well, and it's human nature. You don't want to go 0-2 on your road trip. Yeah, and it's there's that element too. We can salvage this thing if we just get a win here. I've already bet the Dolphins plus around six points. Guys, the trends of the week here on Straight Out of Vegas continue. This time we go to college where Oklahoma is a seven-point favorite against Texas. So you look at Texas's head coach, Tom Herman, really, really good as an underdog, as a head coach, 11-1 and one against the number, and this includes both his time at Houston and also the last couple of years at Texas, 11-1 and one against the number, Tom Herman, the head coach for Texas in the underdog role. Yeah, so let's get, you kind of buried the lead there. So as an underdog, so anytime getting points, yep, 11-1 and one against the spread, as a head coach, his whole career. Yep. Also, though, we've talked about this trend a long time, Brad. He's done exceptionally well, Herman, as an underdog, even as a coordinator. Yeah, so go back to 2011 when he's an offensive coordinator at Iowa State. Not Ohio State, Iowa State for Tom Herman. Last 23 games where his coach teams, whether he's a coordinator or a head coach, in the underdog role, 22-1 and against the spread in the underdog role. So that adds up both when he's a head coach and a coordinator, 22-1 and one as an underdog. Now, what's the logic? I think it's sound. Herman, especially at Ohio State later, there was always a sense we're in this. You know, we're the Buckeyes. And now at Texas, we're UT. And a lot of, of underdog success is driven by do they think they really have a chance? Because if you don't think you have a chance, you don't even put the full effort in. And... It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. We know that happens too. You add in a coach that's a motivator like Herman is, it really works in an underdog role because you know you're going to get total effort and you've got confidence. Man, it's hard to bet again Texas-Oklahoma without knowing this. By the way, this line opened up, Fez. What were we? I think it was up towards nine in this game, right? You're talking about the summer line? No, no. Uh, well, what was the summer line? It actually opened, I believe, was it 12? 12. Yeah, eight so, earlier, just two days ago, it was eight. All right, so two days ago, it was eight. Texas plus the points. Now it's down to seven. There's another reason I like Texas here. It's because Oklahoma is built to dominate Big 12 teams. 
And I think Texas, and they do a good job, Oklahoma, dominating Big 12 teams. I think Texas is the most unlike other Big 12 teams. And that's reflected last five meetings between these two. Texas is 5-0 and against the number. Average cover, 15 points per game. Brad Powers with all the college knowledge. Guys, speaking of college, we stay in college where Alabama, number one in the country, is a 35-point favorite at Arkansas. You know, I never like these types of trends, Brad, but I really like this one. Let's set it up. So Arkansas is at home, Yep, 35-point dog. How does that compare historically? Uh, it's the largest home underdog role for Arkansas in any home game since at least 1980. In, the, in We call it point spread history, modern history. Yep. Who knows what shenanigans were going on before <laughs> yeah. that. But 1980 onward, they've never been this big of a dog. Now, we could say, what does that mean? Well, you've got some numbers that say it means, boy, it better be historic or Arkansas is going to cover. Yeah, so Arkansas in their last 277 home games have only three times lost by more than 35 points. Three times out of 277. All right, but... It's <laughs> Alabama. A lot of people are <laughs> yeah, saying... I'm not, not lining up to bet it. <laughs> but it is interesting. We've been talking, is Bama historically good? Well, this is history. When you have a situation that Bama's only going to cover... If something that only happens three out of 277 times happens, well, Bama seems pretty historic there. In just a minute, we're going to talk about a long history, almost 40 years with NFL films. We're going to get, you know, Brad, you're, you got the college knowledge. Greg Cosell has a lot of NFL knowledge. He's up next. That's next here on Straight Out of Vegas. But for all the latest, it's Dan Beyer. The Milwaukee Brewers have a 2-0 lead on the Colorado Rockies in Game 1 of the National League Divisional Series. Christian Yelich, a two-run home run for the Brew Crew in the bottom of the third, gave them that 2-0 edge. It is Game 1 that you can see right now on Fox Sports 1. A little bit later on tonight on the MLB Network, Braves and Dodgers start their best-of-five National League Divisional Series. That's at 8.37 Eastern Time. The Dodgers left Ross Stripling, their pitcher, off of their NLDS roster. Tonight on Fox, Colts Patriots, 7.30 Eastern as New England is home to Indianapolis. Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski expected to play despite an ankle injury. Pats did activate Julian Edelman, returning from his four-game suspension. They released Kenyon Barner to make room for Edelman on the roster. Packers wide receivers Randall Cobb and Geronimo Allison missed practice today and are likely to miss Sunday's game at Detroit. Panthers tight end Greg Olson not going to play Sunday against the Giants, but the good news there is he returned to the practice field today from a broken foot and is aiming at a week six return. Falcons get running back Devontae Freeman back again the Steelers this Sunday. He has a knee injury. Bengals running back Joe Mixon has missed action with a knee injury, but he was on the practice field today for the second straight day. Back to you guys. Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas is coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I'm RJ Bell. That's Jonas Knox. And we have Greg Cosell on the line. And I, you know, we don't have many guests on Straight Out of Vegas, but Greg is one we have every Thursday, and we're lucky to have him, NFL analyst and senior producer for NFL films for 39 years. Greg, how are you? Hello, Greg. RJ, I'm doing oh, good. Excellent, excellent. Great to have you on. First question tonight's game. Colts off overtime. 
you've been around the game so long. You've got insight we don't. What what are the negatives? What are what's so hard about coming back from an overtime game? There's a lot of history that says off an overtime, it's tougher on that team. We get the idea of hey, they played longer, and it makes sense. They might be a little more tired. Can you give us some insight? Well, I think RJ that. You're, you're dealing with the physical part because I think what teams likely do when they come uh, when they have to play three days later, four days later, is they stick with their foundational uh, principles and tactics on both sides of the ball. Um, they, they can't game plan quite as well as they might in a normal week. So, uh, other than the physical part, which I think every team faces and maybe running a few extra plays. I don't know if that necessarily makes it worse, but I think in terms of the tactics of the game, you probably don't see as much because they don't have as much time. Yeah, that's interesting. So there's the physical side. Now, last week you mentioned, and I thought it was super insightful, that the Rams, though they seem to be well-coached by all accounts, they have a very simple offense where short rest wouldn't have meant so much for them is does is the op- they did so poorly in that Thursday night game too <laughs> is the opposite true though that a very complex team a team that has a lot of variations week to week like a Belichick is at a disadvantage on a short week um now you get down to coaching, and don't forget, with Belichick, that's something that's ingrained right from the start. So this is not something where all of a sudden he will say, hey, guys, this week we're going to do something totally different. That's built into their entire approach through an off season, through training camp. Um, it'll be interesting tonight because obviously he gets Julian Edelman back. He has Josh Gordon with another week. But last week was very interesting. Now, they they did not have Julian Edelman, but he did something last week that he rarely does, and that is he gave the ball to one running back 25 times. And not only did he give it to a back 25 times, R.J., but he had a fullback on the field for 19 of those runs by Sony Michel. And that's very, very rare in today's NFL. Now, knowing Bill Belichick, that may not happen again for a month, but that's what he chose to do on Sunday with Edelman back, Gordon, another week of practice. For all we know tonight, he could go empty sets and throw it all over the field. We're joined by Greg Cosell, executive producer and analyst for NFL Matchup on ESPN. We're straight out of Vegas. Let's shift to the Ravens. You hear a lot of talk, Greg, that defense is at such a big disadvantage. Uh, Rules-wise, other reasons, quarterbacks are just so much more prepared. Uh, Dilfer was on the herd talking about all the reps, and I thought he yep. made a compa- – yeah, that was a compelling point, I thought, is if you look at the Ravens, they've had eight quarters in the second half of games, four games, eight quarters in the second half. They've given up nine points. That's I mean, what impressive. are they doing? Well, they've also played Buffalo. Uh <laughs> No, I mean, you have to look at the schedule this early in the season because the sample size, it's a quarter of the season, so you do have to look at the schedule, RJ, at this point. You know, another four or five weeks, and then we have a different conversation. But they, they are a very good defense. They get uh, Smith, the uh, the corner, back as well this week. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. But they're a good defense. They're good at all three levels. They've got two really good safeties in Tony Jefferson and Eric Weddle. And, and safety 
safety is often a position, RJ, that's overlooked when people talk about really good defensive play. But I think in this era of more spread football with three wide receivers on the field, safeties have become so critically important to defenses, and they have two of them. And and they're very good. But the one thing I would I would add about Baltimore, and this turns it to the other side of the ball, is I think over the last two weeks that Joe Flacco has thrown the ball as well as he has in maybe two, three years, if not longer. He is really throwing the ball exceptionally well. And with a new receiving core and with all the dimensions you could want in a receiving core, the vertical dimension with John Brown, the intermediate with Crabtree, the, the slot receiver in Willie Sneed, uh, a multitude of tight ends. They really have every dimension offensively in the passing game. So it sounds like you're a little skeptical, and I love talk of sample size because the average fan tends to overreact to short, small sample size. If I said, oh, will the Ravens look this good defensively across the whole season? Not that they won't have a bad game or two, but if you add it all up, you think that the Ravens, it sounds like you think, are playing a little bit above their heads right now on defense. Well, I wouldn't say it's above their heads. I think it's the nature of the opponent. Um, but as know, those opponents get tougher. We live in a world now in the NFL because there's so many passes thrown. Quarterbacks drop back so much. I mean, we have games relatively routinely where quarterbacks drop back 45 or more times. So yardage numbers get skewed. You know, 10, 15 years ago, if a team gave up 300 yards passing, we would view that as they had a really bad day defensively. Now a team could give up 350 yards passing, but if the quarterback drops back 55 times, that may not necessarily be a bad defensive day. So, uh, you know, I think we sort of have to recalibrate a little bit, uh, but I think that the Ravens do have a good defense. And again, they can rush the quarterback. They've got really uh, C.J. Mosley, when healthy, is a very, very good linebacker, and they've got a really good secondary. So they have the pieces to play well throughout the season. Yeah. Last question for Greg Cosell. You can follow him on Twitter, at Greg Cosell. Steelers, I'm a fan, but I remain objective. I'm going to keep this one simple. What is wrong? With the Steelers? With the Steelers. Well, I think... Their defense has been very problematic, and we're not used to seeing that. They're a predominant zone defensive team, and there have been way too many voids in their zones. Now, every zone has voids. Otherwise, everybody would play the exact same zone. But their voids are, have become too big. They're not playing with the assignment discipline needed to play zone coverage effectively. And I think offensively, they're struggling a little bit. And, you know, it's, it's easy to say they miss Le'Veon Bell because he's a good player. But I think there's a domino effect because Le'Veon Bell, I, I would believe, is a player that defenses game plan for. I don't think they game plan for James Conner. So I think there's a, a snowball effect when you game plan for Le'Veon Bell that obviously takes resources away from some others and perhaps is the reason, uh, part of the reason anyway, that Antonio Brown does not have the numbers this year that he's had in the past. You know, Greg, it just confuses me, though. Lastly, as a fan, I know the Steelers' defense is young. Like, I don't think there's one player or maybe one or two you would think that between last year and this year that they should have got worse because of age. 
So it just seems so weird they've dropped off so much. And, and sometimes, RJ, there's not a rational reason for it. You know, sometimes mistakes are just made and breakdowns occur. Uh, look, the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line, one of their great strengths a year yeah. ago in getting to the Super Bowl, is really struggling right now, both in one-on-one pass protection and with stunts and blitzes. They're having a really difficult time. They're veterans. They, they have been together for a while. It's, no one can explain why, but the tape tells you that that's what's happening. That's Greg Cosell. We're honored to have him every Thursday, bottom of the hour, senior producer, NFL Films, also with NFL Matchup. Follow him on Twitter, at Greg Cosell. Thank you, Greg. RJ, appreciate it. Thank you. When we come back, it's best bets, best bets, and Brad Powers goes for 3-0 and on a four-team best bet. That's RJ Bell, the voice of Las Vegas. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. It is money-making time coming up here in just a moment on Straight Out of Vegas. Want to let you know we first are brought to you by GEICO, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. We have Game 1 of the NLDS at Dodger Stadium. The Dodgers currently a minus 180 hosting the Atlanta Braves. I tell you, I like the Braves here. Right, Braves, in my opinion... Or in the betting market opinion, clearly the biggest long shot to win the World Series. But as we talked about earlier, baseball, it's not super predictive the regular season. You think if one team wins 100 games, other team wins 89, the 100 team or the team that won 100 would have a big advantage. Really, in the playoffs, it doesn't. So to me, I'm a dog or pass kind of player, underdog or pass. And in this case, Dodgers are feeling pressure. Kershaw typically might start here on short rest. He's not. That means they're sort of questioning themselves in a way, the Dodgers' decision-making. So right now, give me plus 160 on Atlanta, and uh, I think I'm getting value. Guys, college football, Houston is an 18-point favorite at home against Tulsa. So uh, I don't like it enough to bet it. So this is a lean on Tulsa here, plus the 18. Two reasons why I like Tulsa here. They're a really good fourth-quarter team. And when you're getting a lot of points here, I want to know that I have the potential. Backdoor. Backdoor. 45-19 is the fourth-quarter score combined in Tulsa games. And on the flip side, Houston's defense, I don't want to be laying 18 points when my defense is giving up 550 yards per game and 35 points per game. I look for Tulsa to get the backdoor. Lean, Tulsa, plus 18. All right, just a lean. That's on ESPN tonight. Now, listen, Fox Sports Radio, it's a family. I mean, there might be some, you know, sometimes brothers and sisters fight, but still family. Well, we got Clay Travis every week given straight out of Vegas an exclusive. It's nowhere else. SEC pick of the week. Let's listen in. Now, we're going to make you guys lots of money. Clay Travis's SEC pick of the week. My SEC lock of the week, undoubtedly, years ago, Auburn and Mississippi State played a historic 3-2 finish. Auburn won. The under is going to hit, maybe not as well as 3-2, but the under 42 is the play. Lock it in. 
my SEC guarantee, the under on Auburn at Mississippi State. Now, I like Clay. Not a lot of analysis on that one. (laughs) (laughs) There was a game a while back that was three to two. Let's go under. What do you think, though, Brad? Yeah, if you listen to our podcast we do each week, my favorite totals play of the week was Mississippi State, Auburn, under the total. Are, are you implying that Clay stole your pick? No. I had a much better analysis and a much better number, too. <laughs> well, are you, wait a minute. I, I can cut on the other guys. You can't. Yeah, say true. you're, say you're sorry. Say, I'm sorry, Clay. There we go. I like the, I like the play. I bet it also. Ooh. All right. Hey, listen. If you have Clay uh, picking it and Fez betting it, you're probably in pretty good shape. By the way, that's two straight unders for Clay Travis and uh, his pick of the week. He had South Carolina and Kentucky in the under last week. Very negative approach to SEC football, I think. Maybe Cousin Sal's giving him some sh- <laughs> some sharp opinions. Uh, guys, <laughs> uh, you mentioned uh, the guy with all the college knowledge, Brad Power. Brad offers up a gift every single week. It's his four-team or sometimes five-team parlay. Now, this is an interesting concept because – if you say, is Larry Bird going to make a free throw in his prime? You're like, of course. He was 90% free throw shooter. But Larry Bird making seven straight free throws was below 50%. Just get your calculator, go 0.9 times 0.9 times 0.9. You'll see it go down. So what people tend to do is they say, that team can't lose and just play them on the money line. They just need to win. That team can't lose. Well, one of them tends to lose. Well, Brad... We have your how could this parlay lose wink wink that's irony pick of the week but you're 2 and 0 oh. it yeah. hasn't lost you've got five teams in this baby give me the five teams yeah again this is betting on the money line so you need these teams just to win the game Clemson Michigan Boise State Iowa and Wisconsin okay those five teams if you bet 100 for all of them to win you win 107, so you're winning more than you bet. This is better than a regular spread bet in that regard. One more time, Clemson is playing? Wake Forest, 20-point favorite. Favorite by 20. Michigan? A 17.5-point favorite over Maryland. Boise? A 14-point favorite at home over San Diego State. Iowa? 7-point favorite over Minnesota. Ooh, Iowa yeah. 7. That's the one you went down. 15-0 and 0, last 15 times have been in a road favorite. And lastly, 15, Wisconsin? 17-point favorite over pitiful Nebraska. Now, we're saying wink, wink <laughs> when we say how could it lose. But all that said, he is 2-0. and Brad Powers, follow him on Twitter, at Brad Powers. That's with an S. 7. Brad Powers, 7. Fez, we talked about in the first segment of the hour, and boy, it goes by fast. We talked about the Thursday night game. I think the real takeaway here is the trend of an overtime team playing on the road on Thursday. That's what the Colts are in. 2-18. and 2-18 and 18 against the spread. That's tough, tough, tough. But the line's gone up from 7.5 up to 11, so it's too expensive for me to back the patch right now. You agree? I agree. Wish I could get into a time machine and go back. Well, we can't. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to be back tomorrow. Guys, tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. It is a football Friday here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.